0: Welcome to the Your Life Rocks Podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Yes, even for you. This show is designed to help working moms focus on the things that matter most in life and helping you balance all that life has for you with practical tips from one working mom to another. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I'm so glad that you're here to hang out with me today. Today, we are continuing our conversation all about communication, and today we're actually diving into one of our very most important relationships that we have and how we can be a better communicator in that relationship. Yep, we're talking all about marriage. We have an amazing guest here sharing some very practical tips on how you can grow in your communication with your marriage. But before we get into the interview, as I was preparing for this conversation, I first turned towards God. I mean, that's the first thing we always do, right? It's our number one pillar when we talk about balance here at Your Life Rocks is having a deeper relationship with Jesus. And so I really wanted to see what the Bible said. And while there are so many Bible verses about marriage, when I was searching for verses on communication and marriage, this one Bible verse came up. And while it's not necessarily specific about marriage, I couldn't imagine anything better. I mean, when I am talking to people about marriage and they ask for advice, the number one thing that I advise new brides about their relationship with their husband, with their marriage, is to really watch their words when they're speaking about their husband, whether it's to other people or even just to themselves. You know, Our words are so powerful, and this is why communication is so powerful, because they can speak things into existence. They can enforce emotion. They can Go away with us in amazing ways if we're not careful. Now, it can also be a huge benefit if we use our words in the right way. And so for today's episode, we're really focusing in on Ephesians 4.29, and it reads, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it is may benefit those who listen. And so there's two really pieces to this verse that I thought was so impactful when it comes to marriage. First is that first part. Don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths. Ladies, this is so important that as easy as it is to rip on our husbands or to say the things that are negative about him or to pick him apart because it's our closest relationship. It's easiest for us to do that. But I would challenge you to not to. (laughs) To not... Let any of that unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only speak words that are going to build him up to either to himself, to others, or even just to yourself. You know, sometimes when we find ourselves in that spot where it's just hard, right? We all have those moments where it's just hard and maybe something happened or something that was misunderstood and it's easy for us to focus in on those negative things. But if you can replace those negative things with the things that you know are true the things that you love about your husband, the things that make him so great, and you focus in on those things, that's what you're going to get more of. I say this all the time. You're going to get more of what you focus in on. So if you focus in on the negative things about your husband, and we all have negative things about us, you're going to get more of that. That's what you're going to see more of. That's what you're going to experience more of. But if you focus in on those positive things, it really does make a huge difference in your experience in your marriage. And number two is building others up. I mean, our jobs as wives is to be there as a support, as a helper. And what better way to support and help your husbands than to build him up, to speak life into him and tell him how great he is, how appreciative we are for everything that he does, regardless of what it is that he does. I mean, for the longest time... My marriage was not at all the traditional marriage. My husband was a stay-at-home dad. I was working, yet there were so many things that I was appreciative for. One, that he just supported my career and that he let me go and travel and trusted me to travel and do all of the things that I did to really support our family and to follow a passion that I had. Now, I would love to hear from you in our community on this, on so many different things. One, As we get into the conversation with our guest, there's going to be a lot of things that she shares, some really, like I said before, practical tips, some guides that she's going to be sharing on ways that we can kind of walk through and structure different communications with our spouse. But I would love to hear from you in the community on what things you love about your husband. I want to hear those things from you. So if you're part of our Facebook community, hop on in there and tell us the things that you love about him. Tell us the things that you really, really appreciate. You know, one thing you might not know is that Your Life Rocks actually started out as an Honor Thy Husband Facebook group. That's how it started out, as just a place for wives to come together to honor their husbands because there's so much husband bashing going on all around the internet and I wanted something different. I wanted to plug into a community where I could hear what other women were doing to build their husbands up, to love on them, to tell them how much they appreciated them. And so we had this group called Honor Thy Husband. So for this week, for this podcast, I would love for our Facebook group to turn back into Honor Thy Husband and to just talk a little bit and share on ways that you are doing that. If you're not yet a member of our free community, here's the very best way that you can join. You can download the Life Balance app by Your Life Rocks, and in there, you have a link straight to our community. Now, in addition to access to the community, you'll also have free courses, all of the podcasts, and so many other resources available right at your fingertips. You can find it by going to yourliferocks.com, or you can just search for the Life Balance app in the Google Play Store or your Apple iTunes Store. Now, our guest expert for today's episode that's going to guide us through how we can be better communicators in our marriage is Mary Whitman Ortiz. Mary is an author, a certified life coach, and a trained facilitator with Prepare and Rich, Adventures in Marriage, and Marriage Mentors. She's worked with women recovering from sexual intimacy issues such as human trafficking, sexual abuse, abortion, spousal, pornography usage, and distorted cultural messages. For over 20 years, she's facilitated self-awareness and relationship development for career, church, and community groups. Mary draws from her BS and MA in gifted education to create interactive and impactful presentations. One thing I loved about talking with Mary is that she keeps it real. She draws on her own experience and provides some real tools. And you know I love tools and I love systems and she's all about providing us with that so that we can be better in our marriage. So without further ado, let's get right into my interview with Mary. Mary, welcome to Your Life Rocks. I am so excited to have you on to share with us today. It's great to be here. Oh, I'm so excited. So before we dive into our topic, talking all about communication and marriage, tell us a little bit more about you and who you are.
1: Well, I am a Florida girl and I love living close to the beach. Uh, Just my Fun activities. My husband and I are avid jet skiers. So we take off on day trips, go down the intercoastal and just have a blast looking at dolphins and manatee and egrets. And so it's a it's a win-win because it's exercise, it's couple time, and we just let those hairs blow away in the breeze, come back recharged. I mean, and I just I recommend every couple find their thing to do because that's how it becomes normal and natural and and just a wonderful experience. I love too,
0: anything that can combine multiple different efforts at once, (laughs) having (laughs) exercise, couple time, fun time, de-stress time, like all in one is magical. I think that that's the way we can fit more things into our calendar.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Awesome. So on
0: that vein, I mean, really, you know, we all have so many things that we're trying to fit onto our calendar. Life is so full, so busy. And that's really, you know, what we talk about on the show a lot is life balance and how do you manage it all. So for you, what does life balance look like and what does the term life balance mean for you in your life?
1: Certainly my foundation is getting my my daily time with the Lord and that that check-in and finding Whatever verse or passage that's going to jump start me, encourage me, comfort me. So that's my foundation. Because all throughout the day, when stuff hits you, there's surprises, what have you. And I have to keep bringing it back. But what do you say, Jesus? What do you say, Father? What does your word say? So that I'm continually balancing out and realigning and getting tucked under his wing and and walking in that place of peace.
0: Mm, I love it. And I think that that's so important. And and obviously when we talk about balance here at Your Life Rocks, we talk about three different pillars that's required to find balance. One is having Jesus in your life. Number Mm. two is community. And three is following systems. And I truly, truly believe like number one, Like you can have community, you can have systems and it can be great, but you're never going to find peace. You're never going to find balance without number one. It's absolutely necessary. And that's really where it's all rooted. And I love too that you were really talking about praying and listening because those are such foundational pieces of communication. And I feel like that's why communication is such an integral part of our life because God is like the ultimate communicator Mm -hmm. and everything that he does. And I know you're here to talk to us today about marriage and communication, which I'm so excited to be learning from you because it is such a part that kind of spreads into every part of our life. <laughs> and relationships are so important. And marriage is our number one relationship that we have. So I know you have some great wisdom to share with us today.
1: Yes, I do.
0: So Mary, what got you first involved in being a guided marriage and, and guiding people through creating healthy marriages?
1: Well, certainly personal experience, good and bad, is motivation. And in a nutshell, I was formerly married 26 years, found out my former husband was addicted to pornography. So it was a rough rebuilding of my life. That's certainly a lot of how I got my identity in Christ during that place of restoration. And I realized so many other women were in either that scenario or other transitions or just not able to put into words what was going on in their heart. And I thought, God, you have brought me through to a beautiful place because I am now remarried and have a a really solid marriage and uh, wanted to be able to use that with others. So I already had my master's degree, but then I fine-tuned into Life Coach certification and then began doing more coursework with Preparing Rich, Adventures in Marriage, Marriage Mentors, to get a great foundation to walk with other couples. And certainly, I walk with women also who are, are at that place of getting their authentic voice together so that wherever you are, you know, God has something for you to bless your relationships.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Isn't it great how, you know, when we can look back and see this journey that that you've been on and your relationships and, and now it's kind of come full circle and God's worked mm-hmm. everything together for good in a way that you are able to now really serve him through serving other people.
1: Amen.
0: That's beautiful. I love that. Well, I'm so excited. I mean, obviously this is a very practical teaching podcast where we just get right into the point Because I want our audience to be able to walk away from this particular episode with some tools under their belt on ways that they can really improve their marriage through communication. So, what is that first tip that you would have for us on how they can do that?
1: Well, you are your own person, and you do have to do a little bit of work in yourself even before you come to a place of of communicating. Because if it was just words coming out of your mouth, then we could all do that. Well, we probably already i have done that, and it wasn't effective. So the, the intentional part, and so what I call step number one is know what you want to talk about. And these are the things that are happening inside of you. Not that before every conversation you, you have this long, drawn-out process, but certainly if there's an issue that is delicate or if there's an issue that just cycles over and over and you're like, okay, we're not making progress the way we've handled it in the past and we we have to do this differently. So this is the kind of talk that I'm framing. And within knowing what you want to talk about, I have three sub points here to give direction. So first would be to separate the issues from the hurt and confusion. And that is kind of an encouragement about managing our emotions. Emotions are wonderful. Feelings are God-given. Jesus had them. So it's not like there's anything wrong with them, but we don't want them to take over the driver's seat. We also don't want to pack our feelings in the trunk and lock them up. You know, we we need to be our own driver, welcome the the feelings to be in the the passenger seat with us. And so if you can begin to sort it out in your thoughts and, and go, okay, which part of me is hurt? But which part of this idea is a real issue? That's a first process. That's a, that's a really good
0: one. I mean, I love that you you bring it around to where you're really asking, like, where is the hurt? Yeah. And being able to identify that by asking that question because emotions can make everything mucky and yucky, right? I mean, yeah. they can make things seem bigger than they are or less than they are. Like you said, it can. You can even depending on the way that you're kind of wired or the way that your past experiences have affected you really run from your emotions and hide them and not really listen to like, okay, why am I feeling that way? And and how can I address that? And how can I communicate that? And I think that that's a really great thing that you brought about because sometimes, like I said, emotions just can make things really, really foggy and and make it so we can't always see the true issue at hand.
1: Yes. And we want to use them for our benefit and Mm -hmm. not to um, get us into more trouble.
0: Mm, That's great. So that's kind of that first piece of knowing what you want to talk about. What else should we consider when when we're thinking and kind of gathering our thoughts and preparing for
1: communication with our spouse? Sure. So my second big tip would be to create the best setting possible. So this is another layer of being intentional. And we know that if it's Fall season, and there's Monday night football or whatever night or day that football comes on, and your husband is engrossed in the game. That is not the time to have this meaningful conversation. So, you want it to be a time that is mutually agreed on. You want it to be a time when there's the least amount of distractions, and you want to be able to enter that conversation with a peaceful outlook so that once again you've already sorted through the emotions and this is not an emotion charged conversation but the goal is to just gain more understanding you're be revealing what's going on in your heart and then asking for what's going on in their heart in a, a non judgmental outlook I love it. So this tip is really when there's something
0: going on. Is that when you would kind of use step one and step two, like when there's something that you really need to address or to talk about or to get understanding around?
1: Exactly. These would be more of the the heavier issues or the, the bigger issues that cause us to stumble and have a, a block in the relationship. I love
0: it. And you know, one of the things that like you said, you know, a lot of your passion for coming alongside people in their marriage is from your own experience. Mm-hmm. And I've been married now for 18 years. And while I am not nearly <laughs> as educated in this matter as you or experienced in this matter as, as you are, one of the things that I know is true is that sometimes the littlest things mm. kind of need to be brought through this process. It's not always the big, huge things. And I think sometimes kind of going back to that emotional piece we can convince ourselves like it's not that big of a deal. Maybe I should just let it go. Maybe I should, but you know, I think it's important, even the small things, to just if you feel like there's some kind of a misunderstanding. I mean, would you agree with that?
1: Oh, definitely. Definitely. Because you don't want anything to grow bigger than it needs to be. So, doing that check within you first, can you rate it on a scale of one to five? How big is this? How urgent? How important? and do some of that sorting. And then knowing, hey, it could be, hey, hon, this happened. And I just want to mention it and just kind of bring it up briefly so that it does not escalate.
0: Mm, Yeah. I think that that's such a great valid point that you brought up too, of of not allowing things to grow. Because although it can seem small, Mm. those small things can really build fast on top of each other if we don't address them and kind of bring them out into light.
1: Absolutely.
0: I love it. So these are great things, amazing tips for how we can better communicate with our spouse, really bring things into the light. But what about like that daily practice or the weekly practice? I know you've got some really great tips for us for that ongoing basis of communication with our spouse as well.
1: Yes, I do. And there's a communication tool I use that did not originate with me. I've seen it in many works, never actually found the exact author, but it's called the Daily Temperature Reading. And this is set up that it brings you through different levels of communication. Kind of if you touch on all of the bases, you will take care of like the news of the week and some just basic schedule things and, and staying on the same page. But it also allows for getting to things that, you know, you're just kind of puzzled about. And then if there is a bigger thing that you have a concern and a request for change, This could be the setting to bring that up. And it finishes out with an apology, taking ownership for something you did, which is wonderful when you take that initiative. Because if you're taking responsibility for yourself, then it frees up the other person to take responsibility. That way, it's a mutual sharing of those behaviors. And then it wraps out with sharing your your wishes, hopes, and dreams, because we forget that. You know, back in the dating days, we were always thinking about the future, and we need to keep that part alive instead of just the the mundane of, did you take so-and-so to the soccer game, you know? (laughs) And then as believers, we get to seal this time with prayer, and it may be an immediate prayer time, or it could be, hey, I do have this big thing going on. Would you keep this in prayer? So, This daily temperature reading, it doesn't have to last that long, but the goal is doing it at least weekly so that things don't get bigger than they need to be.
0: So when you're talking about this daily temperature reading, is this something that you feel like should be scheduled or can it just be like a casual conversation where you're just kind of going through each step of a temperature check?
1: I think it can be very casual. Once you've gone through it a couple of times, like anything that's new, you need to get used to it, see what it feels like. I mean, my husband and I will be out in the pool and go, hey, I don't think we've done a DTR recently. Do you want to do that now? Or when we go out to dinner, we've placed our order and we're waiting for the food to arrive. Hey, let's just run through what's going on. And it's great because since we don't let things grow bigger than they need to be, it doesn't feel like the, oh no, we have to talk. It just is a, a catching up, a checking in, an opportunity to go a little deeper with some vulnerable thoughts. But not, sometimes we open a can of worms and we don't know how to close it. So this closes it. it. It like goes through the whole cycle and it's just been a wonderful tool. I have so many clients who tell me, oh my gosh, it seems so simple and yet it is so profound and it has made such a difference. So it's, it's a wonderful tool.
0: I love it. And I love too that you just referenced it as like, a, what do you say, DTR, daily temperature uh-huh. reading. So how would you recommend if someone's listening to this and they're like, okay, I love the idea of a daily temperature reading with my, with my husband, but how do I bring that up? So that he's not like, What are you talking about? <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing here? How do you recommend that they start this process and get their spouse on board?
1: Well, I certainly have a printout that I'm welcome to share with anyone so they can at least see it. And that way there's an idea about what's going on. But beyond that, it's just a I mean, we learn new things all throughout our life. And it might be, Uh, as I said, we jet ski. So we had to learn how to do that together. So it's, it's just a new skill. And I think when we approach our relationships as something that's going to be an ongoing process and that we're not choosing just to live and function by default in our relationship, then we can expect new tools as time goes on. And even when just the seasons of life with newlyweds having babies, then they're growing into children. We're always having to have new tools and new, as you say, systems to make things work. So this totally falls under that category.
0: I love this so much. We'll have to link in the show notes to your printout for the DTR, because I would love to be able to start implementing this into my marriage as well. And I would love to have everyone hold me accountable to doing so. (laughs) I will be sharing on social media how this is working because it is so important because seasons do change. Mm -hmm. I mean, right now my kids, they are nine and 13 and they're Mm -hmm. getting ready to go back in school and life is just busy and chaotic. And my husband and I are really finding it, while there's no challenges, it's difficult to find time just to cover everything. I mean, even just the laundry list of what's going on and the calendar and who's this and what's that. But then it's also a little bit of the sharing ideas of even just thinking like, hey, I was thinking you know, around Thanksgiving what we should be doing, but I haven't had a time to talk to him about that and it's still summertime. So it's not Mm -hmm. a priority, but it's still something that we need to communicate. So having some kind of a guide, I think would be really important. Now, how long does it typically take you to go through the conversation?
1: It can be... I'll say 10 minutes. And I'll mention this too, that one person shares their whole list. And this is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven categories. One person shares their seven things and then their spouse listen. And then they reverse roles so that you really feel like you have your say and the other person is really taking it all in. And, and if you want to Answer things that kind of happens after you've gone through your list.
0: Okay, so what if your spouse interrupts
1: your time? Well, you put your best <laughs> smile on <laughs> and say, Hey, can you wait till I'm finished? and then I really want to hear what you have to say.
0: And this is why I, I think structure is so important and why I'm such a geek about structure because mm-hmm. then you can always lean on the system versus other things, right? So if this is something that, that you kind of have brought to your spouse and you've talked about, like, I think this would be a really good thing for us to start doing. I'm just kind of walking through my own yeah experience with this or, or why I'm seeing it kind of play out, right? Okay, this is kind of, let's agree that we're going to start doing this to better our communication. Because then if he does start bringing in his stuff, I can say, you have to wait your turn. I can say it kind of playfully, <laughs> like, we are following the rules here. You have to wait until it's your turn to talk. Or maybe tomorrow you can go first. But I get to go first today.
1: Oh yeah, that's
0: good. I love that. I love that so much. Well, this is really great tips. I love that you gave us some strong foundational pieces that we can bring in when there are issues going on, big or small, right? We talked about even the smallest of issues you should be bringing through that process of first figuring out what it is that you want to talk about, really managing your own emotions through that process, Mm -hmm. asking yourself a question, which I thought was so brilliant. I wrote it down. Is where's my hurt in this, and really identifying, and spending some time looking at your own personal hurt in that situation, and then bringing that into the conversation by finding that best time possible to really bring it to their attention and to talk about it. But then also this whole practice of that daily check in, the daily temperature reading, and the seven points within that. This is all so incredibly great, Mary. Is there any last tips that you would have for our audience around communication in their marriage?
1: Yes, i getting back to the hurt, because that seems to be where, where the blocks typically are, is being able to release things as quickly as possible. And I know we talked about not staying in that place, but I have a scale, I'll say, about measuring offenses. I dated for five years when I was single, so I was able to kind of chart this with trying out new relationships. And you can be offended just because another person is a unique individual. It's basically if they're breathing and they're on this planet, you can be offended. <laughs> it might be so trivial and minute, not that it doesn't count, but you know that's one end of the scale. And then maybe they just have a different personality and they just see it differently. And so being able to grow to appreciate differences helps. But then we get to the place of maybe their values are just opposite of yours so if you're offended because somebody's value is completely different that's going to prompt other things if there's new boundaries you need to set that just is a deeper place and then i just have two more so the next one would be if they hurt you but they are oblivious to it really just have no idea that what they said or did hurt you and was not intentional then there's some some grace we can extend after we bring that to their attention because we don't want it to happen again for either side. But then the the extreme end on the other side is if they intentionally hurt you, and nobody wants to be in that situation where they feel manipulated or belittled. And we have to be aware of it and not make excuses for someone else's behavior. So being able to make them accountable and be honoring of yourself in that process. So managing offenses takes a little bit more purpose and focus. That's amazing. And I know you have so many great tools
0: and you have a couple's communication kit for our audience. So tell us a little bit more about what they can find in the kit and where they can grab it.
1: Yes, absolutely. I have 25 questions That covers so many different areas. These are fun, more date night questions to open up to learn more about your spouse. So it might be things about, hey, did you have a favorite coach when you were a kid that just transformed your your life? Or asking them about a particular worldview on something. We get used to the everyday mundane and maybe we don't know this detail. It also gets a little bit deeper towards intrapersonal, how they've seen themselves in the past and they're growing forward. And then since I am a relationship coach, there are bonus questions in addition to this that deal with intimacy and how to grow that and bring it to the place you want it to be.
0: Fantastic. How amazing and what a great resource to be able to do when you're having a date night. I know so many of our audience are always looking for fun ideas for date nights. But sometimes date night can be just having dinner at home after the kids go to bed. And this sounds like it'd be a fun thing to just be able to dive into a deeper conversation. So where can they grab their copy of the couple's communication kit?
1: Yes, it is right on my website homepage. So that is Mary Whitman Ortiz.com. That's uh, M-A-R-Y-W-H-I-T-M-A-N-O-R-T-I-Z.com.
0: Fantastic. And we will make sure we link to it in the show notes page as well. And we'll share the link inside of our Facebook community. Well, Mary, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing with us. It was so great to learn from you today. Oh, wonderful to be here. I hope that you guys go and check out everything that Mary has to offer. I mean, so much wisdom and so many great free resources that she has for you on her website. Now, one of the things that we talked a lot about on this episode was the DTR, the Daily Thermometer Reading. She talked about the seven-step process, and we will be linking to that in our show notes. You can go to yourliferocks.com to learn more about that, or pop on over to Instagram, where I'm going to be talking more about this all week long. You can find me at your.life.rocks. Those dots are important on Instagram. Otherwise, you'll find someone who is not me. But find me over there. I will be doing the Insta stories, talking about this process, sharing all seven steps. And again, we'll link to those in the show notes that you have everything that you need. Next week, we will be wrapping up our communication series as we talk about communication in the workplace. So until then, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.